0: This is Lisa Tams and you're listening to Processing the Process, where we talk about our kids auditioning for college musical theater programs from our perspective as their parents. Thanks for tuning in again, and if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. This episode is episode number 10, Helping Your Child Discern Their MT College Options. Words of wisdom that I am so happy to be able to share with you. Thanks again, and enjoy. Hi! I want to apologize. Because my intention was to record a little more often than this. But life is happening. And as you know, if you've been listening and if you haven't been and are just tuning into this episode. I do have a son who is currently going through the process of auditioning for musical theater programs. To uh, He's waiting. He still has not heard from all of his colleges uh, as to whether or not he has been accepted artistically or waiting still actually just on one school he's been waitlisted at two now and fully accepted at one those are details but basically march if you've been through it already you know march is rough for them and consequently for us as their parents it is the the month of getting in most of your acceptances or not being accepted getting that correspondence and it comes in all different ways i talked about that a little bit in previous recordings but it involves disappointment. And just navigating through that is not easy, especially the ones that really sting. And I would say those are the ones where they feel that they have a personal connection in some way to the staff or the college. In my boy's case, it was because they had done previous summer programs and worked with staff from those college programs and really built a rapport and liked the people that they worked under and are very hopeful, not because they have an advantage There's a real relationship there and they've gotten feedback that's been positive, but you know, in the end, the answer is you're talented, but we're sorry that we can't extend you an offer to be part of our incoming freshman class. I also did a previous recording about my very raw response to Tommy getting his answer. So if you want to listen to that you can go back to my recordings. It is the one about getting real about the process. So I apologize for being a little absent. It just really <laughs> takes takes me down. And I, I worry that I haven't been a great example about being resilient, but I've been real. And I think, you know, Tommy has been too. And so we've been on the roller coaster a little bit together. Well, not a little bit, a lot together. And things are much better now overall in terms of where he sits with it. And consequently, where I sit with it, you know, you just got to process it and feel it and then move on and that's where we are now and I'm happy to be able to be back (laughs) and to share more with you about parent perspective of the college audition process and having a child go through it. So getting on to this particular episode, I speak with a mom Her name is Julie and she is a working mom and you will hear how that comes into play a little bit as far as her experience with her daughter through the college audition process. Her daughter Claire, at the time of this interview, is a sophomore at her college musical theater program. We talk about, we talk about a lot of things. We talk about what the young years of Claire's life looked like in terms of her experiences and how it all came together that she made the decision to move forward with auditioning for college musical theater programs. Julie mentions the different things that influenced her daughter, one of them being a very sweet shout out A couple of times to Julie's mom and Claire's grandma and her influence on fostering the love for performing arts both in Julie and in Claire I just think that that is very sweet and it's significant when you think about it that Claire's grandma was still alive in her early years and influenced her and thinking about where the love of this can start in a broader way just thinking about how we influence our children and how the people in their lives influence them how important exposure is to the choices that are out there in the world for our kids We also talk about our aha moments, and particularly what those were. And for Julie, her seeing in Claire, what stands out to me is her seeing Claire's discipline and how that played into her growth as a performer. Um, We talk a little about coaching experiences We also talk about the demands of the audition process and the skills that our kids build in managing that process. We talk a little bit about the audition season and reflections about that, including little anecdotes about Unifieds. Julie shares about her thoughts on seeing her daughter experience her program and the rigor of it, just what her thoughts are on that as she watches her daughter actually at the college that she chose to attend. I think one of the most interesting and beneficial parts of my conversation with Julie here are about the variables of what they looked at to discern making a final decision and the things that they came across. So interesting things that are to be considered and we're a surprise to learn. Julie has great retrospective advice, including taking in a show, college visits, and interesting things to consider beyond that as well. One of the really good points is whether you're auditioning for college musical theater programs or you're going through the regular college application and decision process she says you may not get everything you want and I can confirm that to be true you are not going to get everything you want so what are the priorities that you're looking for and helping our kids discern those and weight them properly and our role in doing that the challenges of doing that so she has a lot of wisdom Um, also shares about her daughter and her discussing the challenges of her daughter feeling fulfilled while going to college for musical theater and does she want more listen and I think you will really benefit from the different things that come out in our conversation on this exciting, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know, challenging isn't even the right word. Um, it's exciting, but it's, I I can't even think it's the right word. So, lastly, I do want to mention that I am still working on my technical skills in editing and recording I know the audio along the way can be a little choppy, and it was originally a little bit echoey, so I'm hoping that by the time I put it into production that I will have at least helped the echoey part a little bit. The choppiness, uh, maybe not so much, but thank you for hanging in there and listening, even with the lack thereof. Another thing is please reach out to me with any comments or subject matter that you would like me to cover. I would love to hear from you. You can reach me at Lisa Tams at AOL dot com. That's L I S A T H A M S at AOL dot com. Thanks again and enjoy. So What is the history with your daughter and her interests and how she arrived at the end of her high school with the decision to audition for musical theater?
1: Well, this should start with giving my mother a shout out. She was very much into theater. She didn't do theater herself, but very much loved the stage and loved musicals. Would take me to them as much as she could afford when I was a kid. So she passed that love to my daughter. My mom passed away four years ago. So did she see her in middle school? Middle school, or? yeah. And I myself was uh, in dance from age four to fourteen. Oh, ballet tap dance, yeah. I did not. Not musical that. theater, but just dance, pretty much. And, and, and did your mom dance? dance? No. Mom had to find a bifida, actually, so she couldn't dance. So she started age three, Valley Tap Jazz, eventually morphed into musical theater, modern. So by the time high school came around, she was a pretty accomplished dancer. So where she started with the singing was actually our church. She was in the uh, children's choir, and I credit a woman named Janine, who was our children's choir director at the time, who really provided them a lot of opportunities for performing. Angel Alert was one of them. There were a couple of different Catholic church-based performances that Godspell, and she was God Godspell at our church, so
0: that kind of opened up the world of musical theater to her. So these were actually performances where they rehearsed? and Absolutely, yeah. Okay.
1: And then the community theater, theater. opportunity with the Youth On Stage Program. Mm-hmm. I remember dropping her off on Saturday morning at theater for three hours.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you see it in her? Were you like, this is actually... More than a cute, fun absolutely. thing for her. Yeah, growing
1: up, we had a lot of costumes in boxes at our house. It's a random Tuesday night and the kids are bored. Let's turn the music on and dance and put our costumes on. And <laughs> Pretty good indicator that it's beyond it's just something to try. It was yeah. definitely beyond something to try. And then Living in a great community like we do and having the schools like we do and all the opportunities. Obviously, choir, which at our school is a show choir type of... So obviously that lends itself well to the dancing and the choreography. And Claire made the Varsity Women's Choir freshman year, so Mm -hmm. that kind of put her ahead of the game. And I think at that she probably decided... It had to have been in sophomore year because by junior year we were already visiting... Colleges and meeting if we could with the musical theater directors there. Of course, she had a lot of friends who were like minded and had the same like goals. So I think being around those people also fostered her, her love. I worked 30 hours a week, so I wasn't just a sit at home and surf on the internet and find out information. She pretty much did that on her own. I think in my daughter's graduation year, there might have been more than a typical amount of kids that um, decided to do this. And certainly within a two-year span, there was mm-hmm. maybe four or five or six kids. So I'm sure they talked amongst themselves, considering mm-hmm. how much time they spent with one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Because our, our big school musical is a big deal. It is. And so the kids who are in choir, generally the ones who have this interest mm-hmm. <laughs> that is you know developed further than just, choir, do the school musical. And mm-hmm. then, so that's even more time spent kind of brewing this interest together mm-hmm. and individually as they are performing and they come to realize what it means to them and how it feels to them. and mm-hmm. I think it even started in, in middle school. I think back
1: to... So, oh, the, the other thing that my daughter did, which is unique, is that she spent uh, two years singing with the Michigan Opera Theater children Oh. So that, that would have been her... 5th and 6th grades. So the kids that sang the Michigan Children's Course, they were groomed to be professionals. Mm-hmm. And so Claire had a very strong work ethic and knew what was required of her on stage and the, and the type of attitude and the type of really behavior she needed to be successful on stage. So one of her directors understood that or realized that. And so whenever she would speak to Claire, she would always use the word please. Claire, can you please go mm. to this scene and, and start with this? And when she was talking to anybody else on that like, stage, she go did to not use <laughs> the word please. Uh-huh. So it was almost as if you know she was treating her in a, in a whole different way, in a different class. And uh-huh. it kind of occurred to me, maybe for at that time, that maybe she had what it took. And again, I don't say that to brag, but no. I do remember that, that moment where teachers who may have a higher goal for you down the road, they'll help you along. And I think the way that they're treated. Mm-hmm. So that, that has to make a difference in how the child thinks about themselves and whether or not they've got what it takes.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, a couple of things come to mind. I do think that the kids who go on to pursue this, their presence on stage mm-hmm. feels different to watch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We as parents, of course, you, I at least, get it overwhelmed with just i love love to watch them and i just feel like i'm gonna like burst Mm -hmm. watching them but having seen other kids Mm -hmm. like your daughter your eye just goes Mm -hmm. to them because Mm -hmm. they exude this joy or something their charisma on stage Mm -hmm. i had moments both with frankie and tommy It was a good feeling, but it was a scary feeling because I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to do this. With both of them, I wasn't sure that they were going to do it until the end of their junior years when they were certain. With both of them, there was that time of seeing them rehearsing for a show Mm -hmm. and where I would be there helping or wrapping something off. And we would get a glimpse of them with Frankie. It really was his freshman year in Phantom. I left my mother, like, crying because I was just so overwhelmed with, this is a boy, he's 14, but he's a man already on stage. And Tommy, it was with Joseph, and he was rehearsing. And we were still having conversations about was he actually going to do this or not, and I laughed. And <laughs> Okay, here we go again. So did you have that? um,
1: My daughter didn't get the main role in any of the two musicals that she did. Well, I think that's a good point, though, too. Yeah. um, She got a a decent-sized role, Mm -hmm. but I don't think for her it was so much those roles. I just think she saw it as a way to marry her love for you know, dance and music and acting. But in terms of an aha moment, I think it came more with watching just the the, the choir shows that mm-hmm. um, the kids have two, three times a year. And really more her dancing than anything else. Mm-hmm. I mean she, you've seen her she, mm-hmm. she lights up the
0: stage yes I, I totally of course i have the right to say that but like she's a very expressive expressive yeah you can feel her intensity like you were saying i could also sense her discipline with it she's a very precise dancer i felt like but also deep mm-hmm. you know like a lot of inside coming out right so it's always
1: been she's a better dancer and singer than, than Mm-hmm. But you know with training, of course, that can and has come. In her first year at her school, she was in the musical in the fall, and then she in the spring she was cast in a play, the first play where there was no music oh. and no dancing, Ooh. and she
0: nailed it. So yeah, that aha moment for me came after she left the school. And so when the, when the time came for college applications and that whole process a, a really curious question for a lot of people is did you use a coach that's a huge question for people who are watching their child consider doing this mm-hmm. like, do we need a coach can we do I it without never a coach? even
1: thought that I didn't even know really what a coach was for, for this uh, we had taken voice lessons from a gal in the community here, but I never really thought of an audition coach until my daughter's junior year of high school, um, and she met with this person um, every week.
0: How did that feel to you, that she was getting that support?
1: Absolutely wonderful, because it was a lot off my plate. I I didn't know how to advise her otherwise. We felt blessed that we could make it happen financially, you know, every week at, you know, so many dollars a pop can be, I'm sure, tough for many people, and it was for us, because we're still feeling the effects of all the money outlay from that year, but yeah, we could not have done it, I don't
0: think, without, I mean, mm-hmm. could we have, sure,
1: yeah, like I said, I work thirty the hours a week, I mean, right, someone's got to be the
0: project manager, yeah, and that's, that's often good. the role that a parent, I think, takes, cause mm-hmm. that's a really good name for it, I haven't used that before, but, you kind of are You're the project, project. manager. <laughs> and staying on track. I've done it now both ways. And it's an investment for sure, but oh my gosh, the amount of stress you that know, is I, off of my shoulders. I,
1: I go back to, it must have been somebody in the biz that was saying that even if your child doesn't pursue this, you would want to hire somebody with a musical theater background in a heartbeat. If you're talking about you know, deadlines and organizational skills, and just from the audition process alone. i got to give credit to my daughter because I mean, she was on top of the I S- I didn't have to help her. I like maybe proofreading You know, all the cuts she and her audition co did together. Just all the stuff she was able to pull together. I mean, really extraordinary. So why wouldn't you hire somebody with that kind of experience?
0: Absolutely. They are very aspiring personalities generally. Like you were Women. saying, very yeah, high expectations of themselves. They're not doing this because they don't have other choices. Right. They are doing it because they love it. Mm-hmm. Their performance in high school in terms of grades and their test scores are...
1: High management skills, hello. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, yeah, huge, especially senior year when you're... Doing all your activities that you've normally done mm-hmm. in the demands of that schedule. And then on top of all of that, fitting all this in, which is so far above and beyond and not minimizing the normal, normal quote, unquote, course. college application process. But this is, I believe, like time to break. That's accurate. That's very accurate. So the amount of stress on them is huge. And the fact that they can carry that, they'd be yeah, a great employee. I think that is something that we find of comfort. Or how do
1: you relay that to people who haven't gone through it
0: or haven't been where we are? That's
1: the key. Have you experienced trying to relay that? Usually it's, it comes with a lot of it's, you know, You have to explain what's really involved. It's not just an application. Tell people that, yeah, she auditioned or... She applied to 14 different schools and auditioned for, I'm sure, at least that many. I mean, having gone to the in Chicago and all the schools are there, so you show up and audition for schools that you didn't even think you would apply to. And so, did
0: that work out for her? Was she able to do walk-in?
1: Absolutely. There were a lot of offers. Really? Yep. Yeah. Um, <sighs> did, did,
0: did we end up getting any
1: offers from any of them? No,
0: but it was still a good experience. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think the more you audition, the better. Just for the experience of doing it.
1: Doing it, right. Exactly. Every time you do it, you're a little less timid, a little more confident.
0: And where were you? This is another curious question. So during the auditions, let's say at Unified, mm-hmm. where were you? Where
1: was it? Yeah, like what
0: were you? Yeah, what were you doing? Like, did you go to the different rooms with her? Were you um, mostly no?
1: But you know, I did sneak up to a couple because mm-hmm. it wasn't closed off by any stretch. I mean, certainly the dance halls were, but waiting rooms were open to whoever. Mm-hmm. I kind of let her take the lead, and she prepped in the morning, and off she went. And
0: did she do the the voice or the? Warm up Restirping in the bathroom and all that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember her doing the scales in our bathroom. Yeah. You can hear them up and down the hall. Do you know that they sell this muffler now? Yes, like? I've heard that. I think I saw a couple of them as well. Really? Yeah. I didn't
0: even know something like that existed. Yeah,
1: so Frankie would go in like
0: the stairwell and do it. <laughs> <laughs> we bought these special throat lozenges.
1: You heard about those? And tea throat coat is yeah. a tea out there that's totally really works. I learned from the friends we were with that if you don't have a humidifier, you can fill your bathtub with the hottest water. and That can be a the same. night with
0: you know the extra humidity in your room. So you yeah, learn, it was a good experience. Great time to bond with your kid, and that's another thing that keeps coming up. Is mm-hmm. as stressful as it is, mm-hmm. there is a lot of time, close time. But travel time, yeah. car time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's vulnerability in them during the process. And I found in myself too great, great conversations. We had kind of a ritual of praying before his auditions, and I have this thing that I do for them always before they perform anything big is the crossing of their kind of blessing their mm-hmm. mind and their lips and then i do their throat, the throat and their heart and also during that process part of the prayer is accepting god's will for yeah. whatever yeah. the outcome is you do your best and whatever happens after is not under your control right so since your daughter has been at school she's experienced her freshman year mm-hmm. what has your observation been in terms of the rigor how is she managing that on every level because I think for them as performers it does take every level of your able body Mm -hmm. your mind your heart being engaged
1: definitely um, kudos to my daughter she's into fitness and eating well and sleeping when she needs to sleep because um, she knows her, she feels better when she sleeps. So fortunately she's got that. So for people who aren't that disciplined it probably should be. I think a lot of them aren't. Yeah. Um, certainly when they're in rehearsal for an upcoming show it's extraordinary how the current show she's doing, how, how much preparation I mean, she was cast as Swing and she Had to be at every reversal, regardless of the role, um, 7 p.m. to midnight mm-hmm. every night on top three, of her classes, on top, top of her day. And she has two academic classes this, this semester, so you know, she's doing it with a lot of grace. Hats off to her. I mean, she's shed some tears and has been pretty stressed, but overall has handled it pretty well. So, yeah, that's the biggest advice I would have for anybody is if you don't have good habits now, health-wise. really need to. <laughs> Last year, one of her friends in the program was really an inspiration to her. They would go to the rec center and work out a lot just to stay in tip-top shape, and that's really helped, of course, having dance classes helped.
0: And having had the schedule that she had in high school, they, as performers, build their stamina. Yes. And then if they're exercising on top of that, outside of, mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> The stamina that they have is amazing. all it always amazes me that when you see them dancing and singing, that they're not breathing. Now, yeah, that yeah, that the power is still behind their voice. Yeah. Especially coming out of a program
1: that you and I have seen over the years. It, right. It, it is amazing. Like how
0: can how can I still hear you? <laughs> I know. They just did it. So After the applications were in and she got her acceptances and she knew what schools she needed to make a decision between, how did you help her discern, what things did you consider, how did you guide her through the process, and how did you feel about that?
1: Well, like with any college acceptance, you got to look at things like financials, um, how far away from home. how big the program is, how big your class size is, the bio of the director and potentially some of the the teachers. Although I think I would have done more research into the individual instructors more so than just the director, because I think we mentioned Mm or we were talking off mic before about how directorships can change. Somebody could be tired, Mm -hmm. something could happen. So I think in retrospect, I would investigate more the, the instructors, the staff. That's such a good point. Uh, it shouldn't just lie at all in one person. Or the reputation of the school. Or the reputation of the school, right. One of the schools my daughter got into, we learned by just reading that the school itself was in financial straits. And they were looking to actually sell one of their satellite campuses to try to get them on the right ship financially. And that kind of played into the decision not to go to that school. Uh, and kind of wondered why reply size for this school seemed inordinately large. You know, are they admitting more students to get more tuition dollars to help offset the cost? It's a business, yeah. Yes. So that's, I think, that plus the distance from home, that would have been a plain ride slash 12-hour drive for us. So I think ultimately, it certainly weighed in my mind more than I think hers, but I was pleased. And of course, after she... Chose where she was eventually going to go. She definitely said out loud, I'm so glad I didn't go there. Um, For those couple of reasons, I think, the distance from home. Kids have high in the sky, uh, wide open eyes about, oh, I want to go far away from home. And the reality is, October comes around, I need my mama. Or I want to come home for a weekend.
0: And honestly, being away is a way. Mm-hmm.
1: Correct. Whether it's uh, you know an hour from home or twelve hours from home. So another school is about three and a half hours away. Great merit package. Definitely almost dollar for dollar the same price that this current school she's at would have been, um, and definitely a player. Uh, But ultimately, we didn't choose the school because we visited campus, took in a show, Mm. and the show, in my opinion, was lackluster.
0: Mm -hmm. And they
1: also had a. MFA program, and I learned that the MFA students kind of have a um, a priority in terms of casting and being cast in the shows. And MFA being a master's program? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The lead in the show we went to was an MFA student. I mean, he was a middle-aged guy. Mm-hmm. He was fantastic. But it just kind of hit home that, yeah, you're not, you're not going to maybe get those roles um, other people would. We weren't 100% impressed with the talent there. I was a little surprised. I was surprised. i was like, wait, for such a great school, yeah. You know, I, it, it wasn't like these people popped on stage. They, it's a they, really they, good they, idea. It felt a little, a little above high school level, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, maybe we just hit a down year. I don't know, but maybe it was the performance itself. It wasn't, you know, major. You didn't love the show itself, right? Correct. But, yeah. It was, yeah. It wasn't.
0: I do think taking in a show, if you can in the decision process, for sure. before you make a decision, if you can do that. Now on YouTube, they have showcases you can watch and mm-hmm. kind of get an idea for the level, you right. know, just get an idea for what their program puts out. Mm-hmm. Another thing was overnights. Did she do any overnights?
1: Uh, she did at the school I just mentioned, and then the school she got into for straight Theater, which was not a BFA program, she did do it. With
0: her. And I think that that's really valuable. Not everybody does that, mm-hmm. but I think that the kids get to really see a real perspective of what life would be like. Yeah, at the, end of the day,
1: it's of it's a it's a college, like in, you know yeah you got
0: you got to eat you got to live you, you know you got there's you gotta a social the element yeah yeah for sure. And usually when you're hosted by a student. And it's an official visit. Mm-hmm. You may not see like the true true yes. dynamic, yeah. but you can read between the lines by doing it overnight.
1: I think in my daughter's case, that she really wanted the college experience, and I feel sort of bad that the school we chose wasn't really giving her that. Mm-hmm. She got a taste of it. She lived on campus. And so I guess listen to your daughter or son if they if that's something they really want in addition to this career, mm-hmm. you know you balance well. If this is the, if this is the career you want, you're willing to make the sacrifices for it. That might be one of the sacrifices. You know you may not get everything you want. I mean everybody wants a big football team, maybe not, but everybody wants the A B C D in their college experience. You know, should you sacrifice two or three or four of those just to be in the program? That's something to think about. Your kid is still a kid, an 18, 19-year-old kid that wants to have a little fun still. Mm -hmm. So they might burn out sooner rather than later if they don't have some of the things that traditional college students Mm -hmm.
0: might want to experience Yeah. There are schools in the cities schools in New York City, where that college experience is a very metropolitan... Your high-rise metropolitan, yes, there are high-rise know.
1: campuses, which hit you like a brick, Columbia College being one of them, in Chicago, we visited there, and you know, you look left, you look right, there's no Pine Grove, there's no, you know, Green student space. rec center, Or sure, you, there's, a, there's a workout facility on the eighth floor. And if you won't you know that until you visit, you can read it ten times, but mm-hmm. if you don't
0: go you won't you won't know. Yeah, I, I remember having a conversation with Frankie about the schools in the city and he wants to be in the city eventually, god willing. He sees himself there, he hopes that that will be in his future. For now, he wanted a college oh. experience. And he'll get there eventually to New York and see how that plays out for him. I think that he's very happy with his decision to go to a traditional college. Now, he's in a conservatory Mm -hmm. that's part of a large University of Cincinnati, and then there's the College Conservatory of Music. He gets to go to football games. Mm -hmm. There's, There's a whole college atmosphere. There's a whole college town. He lived in a dorm, and then he moved to a house, and that has been a good fit. He has to make a conscious decision,
1: though, to go. To the, I mean, the offerings are there. Oh, though. to participate. I, just, I remember we visited a small school. But literally all your classes are in that one. And they, of course, build a wonderful atrium connecting all the buildings. So literally, like, you might as well be in a high-rise campus because you're basically in this building. That was a concern. So I think at that point, at least my daughter decided she didn't want the conservatory. Yeah, if you want the college experience, understand that not
0: every place is going to offer classes. School. Are her academic currently, I don't know how, where she's going to shut Yeah, she's in a couple different buildings for her academics yeah so
1: that's fortunate, yeah but you know the performing arts classes are in one
0: building yeah same with Samy's yeah. Frankie, yeah, um, it's interesting that tommy um he hasn't physically visited a school like pace mm-hmm. um we're waiting now, now that we did that first, right the first time around, mm-hmm. and he's had the benefit of seeing Sure. CCM, and he did some college summer-intensive programs that were hosted on college campuses. Mm -hmm. He has an older sister who graduated from college, nothing having to do with performing arts. But he's got a, just by virtue of being the third child, he's got a much better concept of college Mm -hmm. and the variety of what campuses offer. Mm -hmm. He's been to State, he's been to Michigan. But he thinks that he might be okay with being in the city. And I don't know how I feel about that. Like just knowing his personality traits, Mm -hmm. it's something that when it comes down to decision time, I'll be interested in seeing what his choices are and what his response is to being present Mm -hmm. in the environment. God willing that he gets you know, yes, that we have options. And he doesn't a leg up because he's seen it. Right. So uh, helping our kids discern and pointing out to them the things that may be challenges that they aren't waiting appropriately is, I found, part of my role.
1: You know, you're still dealing with teens, though, and a lot of times they tune you out. I mean, you could be the most... Well, versed and the most well meaning, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's for whatever reason, just nature being a kid, they would rather hear something from someone else, even though it's the same exact information you might be telling them. Totally. So, like you said, having mentors you know, other people that could mentor them along the way that's invaluable because they're going to take that with a little bit more credit than what you have to Oh, think. yeah, dance teachers.
0: Directors, choir directors. Voice teachers. Yeah, Yeah, both of my boys have had the same voice teacher, and he has been a great voice. And we share the same perspective. It's just been a great place for them to go and talk through it and get perspective of someone that they look up to, Mm -hmm. someone they trust, someone who knows them well. All right, so just to wrap this up, what would be your parting thoughts of wisdom for a parent who has a child who's thinking about pursuing this or even who has a child who's currently in it? Support them no matter what. By this time, they're an adult.
1: Um, we have to respect their decisions. But if you feel very strongly about something, maybe speak up a little more than you might otherwise. Allow them to fail every now and again. Kind of zip it. It, sometimes, too, it's, it's such a hard balance because you don't know when to assert and when to take a back seat. Encourage academic classes. The more intelligent you are, the more believable I think you are. The more well-rounded, I think, the better. You want to develop as a person, not just a performer. I would say consider maybe a BA rather than a BFA. It may open up more options for you down the road. I know my daughter has expressed... I don't know how quite to word this, but you don't want to be a shell of a person or a shell of a human being. But sometimes there are people out there who have put all their time and talent and energy into their craft, and maybe not so much into the books and or outside interests. Yes, and I think that can be a little frustrating for someone who wants more out of this than maybe it can give. Certainly, the more intelligent you are, I think the more successful you'd be. Case in point: look at. Maybe I never knew the guy. Hey, Mom, have you heard about this guy named Lynn Manuel? And I'm like, no, I haven't heard of him. He's brilliant. Let me tell you, you know, he has read and read and read and studied and studied and studied. He's really a brilliant guy. Mm -hmm. But if he just honed his singing, his dancing, and his acting, he wouldn't have gone as far as he had. Mm -hmm. So if your kid really has a desire to study, be in the books, you know, let them, mm-hmm. and, and not just let them, but encourage it, so that's why, in retrospect, you know, I'm thinking a BA program might be, I mean, they, they're acting and singing, right? oh, are yeah. there any MT programs that are, that you get a BA in, or not necessarily? No, yeah, yeah, okay. there are. I'm losing my edge, and this has been a couple of years ago, I uh-huh. we went through all this, but yeah, um, my daughter did get into a BA uh, program, not for musical theater, but for straight theater, and we kind of wonder now if that. Might not have been a better choice um, because I just remember Claire saying to me, "You yeah, know, Mom, this is this is all I think about. You know, is the acting, singing, and dancing. I want more. You know, so I don't know whether she would go into directing one day or playwright or something completely different, but definitely foster the, the academic side and it opens up more options for you down the road if you don't want to pursue this anymore.
0: That's a really good point for me where I'm sitting with Tommy right now because he is highly academic. This is going to be a really interesting journey to see how it plays out because I'm not sure that he realizes fully Mm -hmm. what it would be like to not have that. We're definitely looking at schools where he could have both.
1: Yeah, you can take, I mean, it was explained to me that you can take other classes. And I think when my daughter's not in rehearsal, she's certainly not stacked up with things to do. I mean, it's, it's I wouldn't say a cakewalk, but there definitely would be time if she wasn't in rehearsal to take an online class. I know of a girl, um, this girl is now dual enrolled, two different schools pursuing something on the side. And I think that's probably a very, very good mm-hmm. choice. As they meet new people and have new experiences, it's going to unfold whether or not, you know, you're on the straight track to Broadway or Mm -hmm. are are in line to do something different.
0: And that's okay. And to be open, Mm -hmm. for them to be open, for for us to remain open as their parents to the way that things are revealed Mm -hmm. along the way. (laughs) Take those into consideration and maybe tweak I always tell my kids, you're never stuck. You're never ever going to be stuck. It might take you a little longer to do
1: something. Parent support is huge. Yeah. Tell them, no matter what, we'll support you. Because mm-hmm. they need to hear that often. Because mm-hmm. it's scary.
0: <laughs> it's, it's a just scary, scary world out there. Out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in the end, I do really believe that they will be just.
1: I know yeah. the value of hard work. And as long as you have the right ear, and people who are hiring them down the road are willing to listen. Mm-hmm. They'll know that
0: these are the people that, that they want. Well, I'm excited to see how things will evolve for your daughter and my boys and everybody. It's, it's fun. It's fun to see. They have a lot going for them. They do. They really do. Well, thank you so much for being here and for me. chatting with me. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. Good luck to your boys. Thank you so much. And to your daughter. So I think that that was a really great conversation. One of my hopes is that this podcast will help you to navigate this process as you help your child apply and audition for musical theater programs. There is more to this story. You may have heard in the end of our conversation, I think it comes out a little more as we continue to talk, that Julie says that her daughter wants more, and then we talk about being open to how things evolve and kind of letting things unfold. And they have unfolded, actually, Claire transferred and is now attending The University of Michigan. She is not a musical theater major. However, she does have great access to student run opportunities there. And so she'll continue to be able to live out her love for performing a little differently. And God bless her. I think that that is fantastic. I hope to sit down with Julie and Claire and just get some insight as to what transpired between the time that we talked and Claire being now a transfer student at the University of Michigan because I think that there is well I don't think I'm certain that there is valuable information there for all of us as we help our kids with the discernment process of their journey all right I will be back sooner than a month Please let anyone know about this podcast who would benefit from listening. Have a great day and thanks again for listening.